This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. And I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, H to the O-V. Marks and Reese with Elliot. Tuesdays with Elliot. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Mark's Jewelers annual men's night out. It's back December 15th. Do all your holiday shopping on one night. Details online, marks-jewelers.com. Um, we, uh, I mean, it was like a week ago, two weeks ago, uh, Darren Sproles in a, in a podcast or an interview, I forget with who, Kind of threw his his uh, his hat. Kay Adams, right? It was it was mm-hmm. okay with yeah, Up and with, Adams. With your with Ike's girl, Kay Adams. <laughs> Whoa! Well, well I mean, he's a multiple time guest. That's <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're the Eagles regular. <laughs> Elliot hasn't been on there. You know, they could go to the yeah, Eagles reporter. Right. She hasn't uh, asked me. Right. So <laughs> probably after hearing that last debate, she won't be asking me anytime soon either. You probably know? not. Yeah. Hey, neither's Miss. Did Mrs. Hertz unblock you yet, or are you? Still, I, oh uh, yeah. Now I'm with no. her now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ike, Ike's threatening to mute me, so. Oh yeah, yeah. When, well, that really had more to do with Joe than I know. you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll just support but because Jaleo. you promoted it exactly. It's an interesting thought. <laughs> did uh, did Spike? They did can't pass the ball, you or... but he might be the best franchise quarterback right. of all. Yeah, right. he's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, no, but but that's because of uh, you know he's a great quarterback. He can do it all. Right, just not throwing the ball, Elliot. Um, so Darren Sproles. I didn't say that. Darren Sproles. Uh, he you know Britton Co- Covey is uh, he's struggling. Darren Sproles is like, hey, I can play. Right, I could still get out there. Ike Reese uh, many times has said he couldn't get out there <laughs> no, for one play, so he can't help special teams. Uh-huh. Although this special teams, honestly, you just run the right place. I feel like you would. Uh... No, I actually think even by not going on the field, if you were just screaming and yelling before a game, you would get guys ready. <laughs> the emotional yes- leader of the unit. Yesterday on the show, people were ready to stop the, the kickoff. <laughs> Literally, pe- pe- just people out there. Anyway, so, um, uh-huh. so Malcolm Jenkins, there speaking to John Clark. Do you have it, Jack? Here's Malcolm Jenkins. I don't think y'all need me, to be honest. Uh, so I'll just be here in spirit. But, you know, you ask me that uh, later in December, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case something happens and they need you, I mean, CJ, you said he's playing out of position. Maybe you could get back into position. But it's just interesting. You see all these guys, 34, 35, yeah. you know, get in here in November and December and get that one last play. chance. If, if that's what you're asking me, John, I can still play. I'm still in shape. I'm still working out. You know, it's not far fetched. I'm still in. The, I'm still in it. But uh, you know, it is. I do enjoy my seat of, of watching as a fan. But I could definitely, you know, I could come in for a stretch. Ah, oh, so that was Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins on John Clark's podcast. See where Eric Waddle has started. 
Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> right. No, seriously. I mean, and, and that's what guys are being asked now. Yeah. And it, it, it's all off a of Weddle. So, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, it comes out, lacerated kidney. Any idea on a timetable, Elliot? I mean, is I, this... I think you're looking at at least three to four weeks, if not more. And that'll be the tough thing. Are they going to put him on IR? If you remember, Zach Ertz played. He had a lacerated kidney. I think it was 2019. Huh. He missed one game and came back. That was for a playoff game, though, right? So, you know, a little more urgency to get back out he there. He probably was hurting like hell, man. Yeah, I mean, man. a lot of people thought he, <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't have played, right? right? So he really, like, put himself out there for that. I think an interesting dynamic of this, too, is uh, Gardner Johnson is a free agent at the end of the year. So, mm. you know, I just wonder. I'm sure he wants to come back and play and win and all those things. But if I'm him, selfishly, like, I'm making sure I'm 110% before I go back out there. A, because it's a lacerated was a right. spleen, right? So, like, that that's certainly very worrisome. But also, he needs to hit the free agency market healthy. He goes back out there. He breaks his ribs again, something like that. He's favoring it, so he pulls a hamstring. Like, for me— And, I, and if he's not healthy, he looks bad he out there. Play well. Yeah, he doesn't play well. And you figure his value's at an all-time high right, right now. He's leading the league in interceptions when he got hurt. So, I think that's another interesting dynamic of, of when he'll be back. Um, yeah, I mean, because he's definitely been noticed around the league this year. He he, he leads the league in interceptions, yeah. but also it'd be nice if he was down the stretch and in the playoffs if he's making continuing to making plays, right? Well, I think that's the to, for me the bigger concern with the injuries is not is not that they're not going to play for the next three or four weeks. It's not that. It's that are these guys going to be a hundred percent when they come back? Like when they return to the field, right? Will they be the same players they were when they left the field? Right, like. The Goddard injury. Now, I think that's a pretty clean injury. It's not a lower body injury, which I think is harder to recover from. But but if the key to the passing game is getting Goddard back out there and you're counting on him being the exact same version, I would be a little worried about that because he's going to end up missing a lot of time. Avante Maddox, that's a hamstring injury, right? Like That's really hard to recover from in season, even if you have all that time off. So I think these guys will be back for the playoffs. Jordan Davis might even play this week against the Titans. But I don't know what version of Jordan Davis you're going to get. Right. So, so that's the concern for me is later on in the year when they, they're actually playing games they like have to win, mm-hmm. will those guys be the players they were before? Malcolm? Eh? I mean, that's just kind of a question. You don't expect it. I mean, how Howie, Howie might surprised. be getting every old guy on off the bench and in here. <laughs> Who knows? My, my concern with Malcolm would be he reminds me a, a little bit like, all right, so when the Eagles brought Jalen in, they were like, all right, he'll be the backup. It's a high, right? But Jalen is too much of like a person – too much of a leader, right? Like, he he won the locker room over in a way, right? right. I, my thing with Malcolm would be, he could say he's going to come in and be happy to be a backup. He can t- say all that. Is he really going to come into this locker room that has great things going and just kind of just blend in? Or is he too much of a natural leader where he's not going to be okay taking a back seat, being a backup? That would be my concern. I do think he can probably still play at a higher level than, like, Reed Blankenship right now because Reed's an undrafted rookie in you know in his first year, obviously. I just don't know about the dynamics of adding Malcolm to this locker room. What do you think, Ike? <sighs> Listen, I love Malcolm as a player, and I love him as a leader here. Um, that that would be part of it. Um, you know, how does it affect the dynamics of the locker yeah. room? You know, I think he's got a lot of respect in that locker room, even with some of the older guys that they brought back. So I don't think it would be an issue per se. And, and he played with CJ down in New Orleans. So mm-hmm. they know each other. I don't think that would be an and he, issue. And he's not coming in and playing every snap of the game. Right. He would be a role player. And that, right. And that, look, it might not be a problem. I just know the Malcolm I covered, and it was a different team for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But he was, you know, the guy, the leader of the defense, a guy that talked after every game. And I think that 
and I mean this as a compliment towards him. Like that's who he was. He, damn near the that, leader of the team. Yeah, yeah. B- too big of a personality 100%. for a guy that's not coming in and being right. a starter. I think he's such a natural. Like guys gravitate to him so yeah. much. I just, I don't know. Yeah. And I think he's a good guy to gravitate to. So maybe it's not a problem. But they the. The thing they have going down there right now is working so well from like a culture perspective, the vibes, all those things. I don't know. He's a he's a big personality to add into there. There you go. Yeah, he had to mesh with those coaches too, though, man. He's like the same age as a lot of them. Yeah, too, so. yeah, really. So, well, you, Happy you Monday. Can, you can yell again, and he takes it. He he just yeah, be like, yeah, well, well, maybe they're right. The last thing you need is him and Fletcher deciding they don't like what Gannon's doing one right. week. Yeah, Fletcher did that last year. Yeah, they changed it real fast. Let's go to Steve in South Philly. Steve, how are you? Johnny Marks, Ike Reese, what up, dude? What's up, What's up Steve? Steve? Man, I feel like it's Groundhog Day, like we caught in a loop. Uh, I was having this conversation with you guys last year, and mainly you, Johnny Marks. Uh, it, it comes down to it's, it's like people eat steak. Some people like it rare. Some people like it well done, but it's still steak. You guys have a preference. Well, not a well done. It's, it's... Well, well my, I, accidentally, my... I accidentally ordered my steak well yeah, done this I mean, past week. It was... Yeah, not a well what, done. Did you slip on a banana peel and say well done instead of No, for else? some reason I said very well done, and that thing came burnt. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was no, a few but, deep at that No, point. but I'm oh, saying it's... it's just styles, and it's like, you know, for the style that you like, I'm sure a bunch of those Packers season tickets holders and a lot of the Drew Brees Saints season tickets holders, they love seeing people throw the ball all over the field and prolific passing game. And all them quarterbacks, I'm going to run my famous line I've been saying for the last year and a half, they got the same amount of chips as Nick Foles got. I'm not impressed. It's, it's like, yeah, you can do that, but then at the end of the day, why doesn't Aaron Rodgers have – because he, he, he didn't have a big gear. Big he, they spots. needed a running game to go to because if it's just going to be throw, throw, throw. So I'm not saying he's you don't no, need no, but, to be but able Steve, to pass But Steve, the ball. see, see here's Wait, why, here's, hang on a second. Here's, here's why I disagree with you. It, it, he comes up small in big spots. It's not. I mean, that's the bigger thing. Jalen Jalen has shown that he could. He looks like he's a big game player, right? Like he, Aaron Rodgers comes up small in big spots. He's lost a lot of games. He's lost home games, NFC Championship games. That's more of a reason than it being a running or a passing offense, right? They're fine in the regular season, winning all those games. He comes up small in those big games. You agree? I threw Drew Brees in there for a reason. He's another one, five thousand yeah. yards, yeah. chucking it all over the ball. Oh, he just comes up. Small at the big – because what I'm basically saying is this. is like there are different ways to win. Some people love to see that air attack. But I've seen the Ravens win with defense and running. I've seen – How many years ago was that, though? Wait, wait, wait. I've seen Peyton (laughs) Manning get dragged across the – Yeah, and that was was also – How long ago was that? Seven, eight years ago? 16. Can I I finish one Go ahead. My bad. And one one other false narrative. Can we just correct this? Because – you had last year before the playoff game, you had kind of came around to like, yeah, I see what Jalen's doing. I see the improvement. Then right after the playoff game, you jumped off because the narrative that's being pushed is, oh, the, a team shut down the run and they didn't know what to do. Can we actually mention the fact context matters? Can we mention the fact that his ankle was jacked up? See, you want to uh, see can Steve? We, can we can we throw that into the mix because uh, that uh, makes a difference? Okay, that, that's you, fine. That, that's fine. It free. does, especially when you rely so much on that ankle to provide for your offense. Offense, right? That's the other part of it. But Steve, like you, you're try- you and some other people are trying to make this all about Jalen Hurts. And I even heard heard Elliot say this. This isn't about Jalen Hurts necessarily. It's about the passing offense. It's about the coaching. It's it just, about the play calling. It feels like it's about Jalen Hurts. It's not all about Jalen Hurts. See, Steve, like here's here's what I would honestly ask. Oh, it, like it's, it. it's partially. 
I mean, no, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Like, if Jalen wants $45 million, they gotta, he's got to show he can run a better passing offense than now, he has the last month. Now we're talking. See, see, now I can get I'm to I'm willing it. to admit it. Okay, yeah. well, then that's okay then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but, but but to be clear, I'm not out on Jalen all those things. No, no, I'm not but, saying that, but, like, but you're saying the question marks he is. He is the biggest part of the okay. passing game. Okay, okay. Like, if Goddard's the reason they can't pass the ball, then why isn't no. Goddard making 45, $45 million? No, but, but, like, here's the thing, right? And, well, yeah, that's, so, that's not the sole reason. No, but I'm right. saying, you, yes. you, the way, that's how he's talked about it. Yes. I think Goddard's awesome, but he's not the reason they haven't been able to pass the ball the last four months. So, I mean, I, I want to try to get this down to the to the most basic level of the conversation. Because right now, if you speak any negative, anything negative on the Eagles, people don't want to hear it. Because the team's 10-1 and 1 and people are very happy. And I understand that. The team is 10-1. and 1. It's been a great season so far through 11 games. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. I agree. All right? I, this isn't coming on and, and, and crapping on the Eagles and saying they suck because the passing right. offense sucks. Right. This is about what your biggest concern is, not just right at the second, but also going forward into the playoffs, right? And my biggest concern at, at, at the, the most simple level is when I watch them play right now, I question whether or not the league is adjusted to what they're doing offensively in the passing game. Because they're not the same team passing the ball. They're mm-hmm. just not. I mean, is that is that because of uh, Devontae uh, being the lead receiver because A.J. is a little bit banged up? Or is that because of missing Dallas Goddard? Outside of the Pittsburgh game, and Pittsburgh sucks. Outside of at least they did at the time. The hey, defense. Game last night. They did. But at the time, their defense was banged up, and their secondary is not good. Yeah. Outside of that game, there there hasn't been a great passing performance. Even in that game, A.J. Brown went up and made it made a great throw. It was a 50-50 ball. He made up a, went up and made a great throw. And that loss to, the, to Washington. He didn't make the same kind of same kind of catch. So I mean, that's the only thing. If we're talking about this is a ten and one team, this is a conversation about them winning the Super Bowl. The biggest concern with why you think the Eagles wouldn't win the Super Bowl, I don't know how you can't say it wouldn't be the passing game. They're not a proven passing team. They're just not. It's hard to win in the NFL running the football like this once mm-hmm. you come into the playoffs. But they can throw it. They throw it. They throw it. I've seen them. They, I've, they I've, have like they're, they're they better in the it. passing game but, than but last it's, year. But it's, for what it's worth, you're it's, saying okay. Let me see. Okay, you guys are saying it's not good enough for you it, right now. It is not good enough. Okay, correct. And okay. and they did it earlier in the year, but it's getting close to like fifty fifty. We're talking about seven games versus four. I know it's not right. exactly fifty. I know what you're saying. It's not, it's not nine when to are, one. When are the Eagles offensively? When are they at their best? Oh, when they got a balanced attack. They're they're at their best when Jalen's when Jalen's doing a little bit of everything and he's making big plays. And you're right, when they have a balanced attack. When they're I, able I, to throw the ball and run the ball. I'm curious to know how many teams we thought were legit Super Bowl contenders that we would also agree are better uh running the ball than throwing it. Like like the Chiefs are better throwing it. Forty ers are better running than throwing. 49ers Correct. are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dallas is probably 50-50, or at least close to it. Yeah. Right? Well the Bills they, they need I mean, that they need that running for Dak though. They do. They need the running. I, I think it's more important for them they can run the ball than they can throw the ball. Because if you're relying on Dak to throw the ball 70% of the time, you're not gonna, you, I, I don't think you're going to win. But, but, but I think the Niners are the only one where like we don't trust the quarterback. Like I think Dak, I know his playoff record's not great, but we would all agree. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't trust him, but for some reason we all some know people he's do. a top 10 guy, right? Like All these other teams have top 10 quarterbacks that I think we trust to throw the ball. 
That, you, that's you don't think Dak's 10? a top ten guy? But I mean, he's right outside the ten. He, he's for right me. around that. But, I know, we'd have to go through it. But but, but I, well, I know. plus we've had several drop out this year that aren't very exactly, good. Yeah, yeah so, so you're it, right. He might be. I mean, Kyle, like it's, you know, you got to fill the spots out. <laughs> yeah. it, is it that you see? Because it's not that I don't I, like use the word you don't trust the quarterback. It's not that I I don't trust Jalen. I just don't know if he. I just don't know if he's there at this point in his career. That if a good defense came in and said. We're taking this away from you. You're not going to run. You're not going to be able to run, and we're not going to let you run the ball if this offense is good enough to throw the ball to win a game. See, here's what I hear, and here's what fans hear. When they hear you don't trust the passing game, the initial thought is you don't trust the quarterback. Like, Or you got to go – because now we can't point to the wide receivers. Everybody loves the wide receivers. Right. right? It's not the line. It's not the offensive line. So – I just when when as when you hear this, I'm not saying that's what you're saying. I'm just telling you what people hear when you say you don't trust the passing game, because if the Chiefs had to go to running the football for four games, no one would then say, "Oh, what the hell's going on with the Chiefs? Pat Mahomes can't throw the ball anymore." No, it's just what you, you had to do to get through these games. You know, Buffalo. We've seen other teams, other quarterbacks who have. Who I guess have enough of that cash they already built up. That, that's I think and the, the resume. That's the difference. I got you. Jalen has again. He would probably get my MVP vote through eleven games. Like Mahomes is there too, but, yeah. but Jalen's been that good, right? Yeah. But we also have to accept that like Jalen is not a, a proven commodity. Okay. And especially when it comes to throwing the ball, like it's just a reality. This team, for the majority of Jalen's time at quarterback, has been not good throwing the ball. Now he has really improved this year. I I do agree that like last year probably doesn't matter a ton. But you just talk about a track record. He's been the starter for what twenty two games, probably more than that actually. Yeah. Closer to thirty, that, right? Yeah. And they've been really good throwing the ball for like eight or nine of them. So when they go through stretches, when it doesn't look good, of course my alarm is going to go up and go like, "Uh uh-oh, let's see them get this back. Because it's not like if they don't run the ball for three games, I'm saying, well, they can't do it anymore. Because just like when Mahomes is a bad few games, you're able to say, well, we know he can do it, right? So that's why when they win 40-33, to but they do it with Jalen running it 17 times, running the ball, you're like, yeah, it's awesome, all those things. It's good they got the win. They're going to get home field advantage. But it just, like when I was watching that game, to me, I was thinking this is concerning because I don't think they're going to win or it's going to be a lot harder to win long-term if it's going to be Jalen running it all those times and leaning on the the running game. Let's go to Yoshi. Yoshi in Brewery Town. Yoshi? Man, what's up, John? Big Ike. What's, what's up, what's, Yoshi? What's up, Yoshi? What's up, E, man? Hey. What up? Man, I, I, you know what? I, I'm I'm so with you <laughs> on that rap with that paddle, man. Because it really and, and Elliot was saying he he finally he finally inched it out and said partially <laughs> it is about Jalen, man. I mean this dude took a great big step. He didn't take a step. He took a great big step. And then we keep living off last year in the playoffs. Last year in the playoffs, like I said early, the. Jalen couldn't do nothing. He didn't have no weapons. But now the boy, what's his name? QBR, 106.5, that 67.3 completion percentage. He he throwing the ball all over the field. He's showing he can make the tight window throw. He can make the deep ball. Look at him. Just hit, he, can, he can hit the back shoulder throw. Well, so yo, well Yoshi, what? let me ask you really quick, though. If he can do all those things, uh, right, uh, why haven't they able to do it the last month? Let me finish saying what I got to say. Okay, I like Ike. 
Yeah, sorry. This is Yoshi's show. My bad. No. My bad. Well, no, he doesn't. He's like Black Gritty. There's not a lot of back and talk. He does okay. stuff. Yeah, he my does. Bad. Yes. Yeah. My bad. I guess that's why well, it just says thoughts on there. Me on Ike show. I, yeah. ain't, I ain't OG Wade. This is my show. I'm just, I'm just, exactly. I'm just in here. The thing is, man, what's name like right now? These defenses that we've been playing outside of Pittsburgh, like Johnny said, what's name? These defenses are good in the past game. Their weakness has been one defense. So why not run the ball? And then when we've had to make a big throw, Jalen has made the throw. I mean, we got to stop being scared and living on last year. I'm confident. My concern is keeping bodies on the field in the special teams. Ain't nobody worried about if this team can pass the ball. And we're going to get bodies back. We're going to get Dallas back. Then everybody, A.J., what's his name? He's going to gain his weight back. His eyes going to clear up. Everybody's going to be what they need to be. Like, come on, man. Stop being scared. Go ahead, Ellie. Let me hear what you got to say, man. Because you wanted to talk. <laughs> no. Right, I was at right. – I yes. thought you dropped him. Yeah, well, you did, did drop him. All right, all right yes. yeah. Again, I'm just saying let's all be honest. The passing game has been bad for a month. And coming into the year, we all agreed the most important thing was they had to improve passing the ball. So then when it's bad, I don't think we can all just sit back and go, oh, no big deal. Like, I just want to see them do it again. That's all I'm saying. I want to see them do it again. I don't want to see them win with Jalen running all over the field because – He's going to get hurt. Like, if he keeps running these quarterback draws, don't you think eventually a team is just going to accept a 15-yard penalty and take a shot at him? I mean, I would. <laughs> right. <laughs> he took some bad hits against you, the you would, I know. I mean, you, you would think, and, and the counter to that is when you look at quarterbacks that have been injured this year, it's, there, it happens in the pocket a lot, too. Where yeah. you know, and So Jalen could get injured running, but the, if you're running 16, 17 times a game, you're putting yourself up out there that much more because you're if you're dropping back thirty times, mm-hmm. right? Like you're still, I mean, you're still have a chance to get a hit there. Then if you're running the ball that much, I mean, that, that's see, I, I guess, I guess one of my problems with the offense is that it just feels like they would rather play like this. You agree with that? Like, yeah. it, like it feels like this is the way that they want to play, which is well, exactly. I think it's what, what they're they what they better at. Yes. It's what they're better at. They're Agreed. better running the ball. That doesn't mean that on a huge, like, full-season scale they're bad at it. But, again, right. over the last four weeks, their passing yards per game would be 31st in the NFL. I, I, I hear that. And, and, see, I guess with me, and here's where I've sort of transitioned to. I just accept that, right? Like, the, I, I, I had the, the visions of having, you know, quarterbacks – that can sit back there, drop back, throw the ball, and 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 get you two eighty to three twenty, two to three touchdowns a week. You at least would expect that, right? You almost have to be resigned to the idea. You know what? He is not necessarily a cookie cutter quarterback where you can sort of just place him in there. You're gonna have to accept the odd looking stats and the numbers because the W is all that really matters. Right, and to me, it's different than Jimmy G. Jimmy G is a game manager. Is a game manager for sure. He's not going to beat you with his legs. Doesn't mean he can't make throws or, or make timely throws. Mm-hmm. I, I I would almost give him a little bit better than a game manager because you know he's won some playoff. Yeah, games yeah, too, he's yeah. won playoff games. And I'm not going to get into the fact that he won an NFC title game only throwing the ball eight times and they ran the ball the entire game. Yeah, that was, the Niners are your team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, no, no, I only say that to say because that's how I kind of had to view my quarterback a little bit mm-hmm. is that I can't worry about the numbers being pretty. I just have to look at the final results. 
And they're going to be a little disjointed some weeks. He may give you 100 rushing and 150 passing. But if he's giving you the timely yards, he's picking up the first downs, he's giving you uh, the ability in the fourth quarter to extend drives that leads to game-winning touchdowns or game-winning field goals, I, I guess that's just what I have to accept. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm okay with that. And, and I'm okay with him running the ball. I'm just saying when it's the main source of offense right. like it was, that's the concern. And and to your point, too, like if for the first playoff game, let's say – after you know we're doing the players lounge the next day and they won and they ran for you know 250 yards that's fine i for me it's i don't have i don't have as much faith as i used to that they can throw it when they have to right. like and that's a concern moving forward especially when i think the arrow is pointing down on the passing game so like if they're getting in my opinion progressively worse at it as the season goes on what's it going to look like come come playoff time right and to, so you're right like i don't need I don't have to win a Super Bowl or even believe that I can only win a Super Bowl with a quarterback that's a drop-back guy. I don't. I think in today's NFL, you have to have a quarterback that can do both. I think mm-hmm. it's too important. It's hard for the defense, all those things. But I'm less sure that I, than I used to be that when they have to pass it, that they'll be able to do it. Mm. Well, there you have it. Elliot Shore Parks. Jordan Davis, uh, you think, is back in how many weeks? I think he might play this week. Really? Jordan Davis, you're saying? Yeah. Well, he's eligible to come off IR. Uh, Sirianni was asked about it he said we'll find out on Wednesday if he's going to practice like in my reading Sirianni tea leaves that felt like he just didn't want to say that he's going to practice so right. we'll find out tomorrow but I think if he doesn't play this week you're Next maybe week. looking at one more week yeah we should see what that rotation uh looks like and one other question bringing him back does he and he's activated does somebody have to be someone released? has to go so could one of the, the I would be surprised they're not going to let go of Linval Joseph or so okay that, I mean I in my opinion, just because I don't think those guys come back if they know it's a two-week thing. I mean, I hear you. Right. I'm just wondering, like, well, you know, who might go is Britton Covey. Oh, and no, then, and then well, no. you put a guy on the practice squad and what? and then you elevate him. What? Well, I mean, Greg Ward's on the practice squad, right? That is, he that is Uncle Merle somewhere listening right yeah. now. Yeah, he's furious right now. <laughs> I look, I, Co- Covey has not been good returning punts. He's been solid. Like he catches the ball. Like, no, he hasn't. No, he stop. catches the ball. Why are you qualifying it? He's yes, terrible. No, he, no, he's no, but not he's good. not he's terrible. terrible. He's not fumbling it all the time. He's a, he's a and I think there's the number eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the last 18 was so good, too. Oh, who yeah. was it? Rager. 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 Oh, Rager. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was actually thinking uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Macklin. Macklin. I'm thinking yes. Macklin. Yeah, I didn't no, even Rager think about Rager. Was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Coach should be playing for the U.S. national team over, over the so, football So when team. Jordan Davis comes back, Covey could be the guy because then you could elevate Greg Ward for three times yeah. without it counting against your roster. And I'm also, G. Ward I'm also pretty sure. Yeah, that's how you know the passing game in trouble. <laughs> no, <laughs> now we're all the way back to 2018. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Covey probably also, let's be honest, makes it through waivers. So, oh, yeah, of course. So yes. you could probably sign him back <laughs> to the There won't be a, a bidding war if he, if he I think he probably makes it through. Whereas I don't does. think out of training camp he would have made it through. But but now I think well, Times have changed. Yeah, times right. have changed, well, yeah. He'd be on a practice 11 squad. weeks of, you know, a 10-yard long on the returns has probably impacted him. Oh, oh, yeah. Hard on Covey right now, man. Elliot Short Parks. <laughs> Elliot, I'd like to say there's a minute to go in this World Cup game, but I can't say that. No, right. there's like 10 minutes to go. Yeah, they, because they're, they're up one nothing. stoppage time. Yeah, Is that what they did, nine minutes? Yeah, and they started to run Gannon's soft zone. Okay, Uh-oh. yeah. Yeah, Jackie. Uh, they need Jackie to send the ball. I mean, like, 
listen, can we get some aggression? They, they're playing back on their heels, Elliot. It's one know. nothing. It's a beautiful game. Well, so who's far. the? Who's he might the, have two goals. He may have. Yeah, well, it wasn't for offsides. <laughs> Elliot, who, who's the defensive coordinator of the the U at Team USA? I mean, I wish it was Gannon, but unfortunately, <laughs> you're, you're not sure. Yeah, I All wish right. it was. Gannon. There you go. Yeah, Elliot Short Parks. Elliot, <sighs> thank you. Fun times as always, guys. Appreciate it. All right, there All right, he brother. is. Talk All right. to you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 